Remember when I said I'd review you last? Yeah, man, you did. I lied. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Welcome back to the show. It's uh, episode nine hmm. of Unnecessary Sequels. Is it overall 42? Have we reached the meaning of life? Uh, we might have reached the meaning of life. Hang on. That's a good, I feel like that needs to be celebrated. Indeed. Wait, we should have on. done a Hitchhiker's Guide. But, but he doesn't have an unnecessary sequel yet. <laughs> and it wouldn't because there's five books. So it wouldn't be unnecessary even if it was shit. That's true. It is episode 42. Ooh. If you don't include our new movie release episodes. <laughs> so basically what this accounts to is that Terminator 3 is the meaning of life. Oh, God. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't the next episode or the episode after because that would have been a lot worse. Salvation's not too bad, but Genesis is a part of shit. Terminator 3 shall be your salvation. <laughs> is that actually uh, what it's called? Terminator 3 Salvation? No, that's full. Oh. It's Rise well, of the Machine. Well, that ruins the joke then, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it is Rise of the Machine. Yeah. Oh, he, he, ha. What does it mean? <laughs> rise. Da, 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 da. You could, like, mesh those up. Oh, you? we should. <laughs> the Dark terminator fate rises no i don't know <laughs> or you could just have ha ha he he ha the machines <laughs> or of the machines yeah it does kind of work uh, anyway we are talking about the stupendous terminator 3 mm. rise of the machines double meaning there exactly well, wait what's the double meaning well it's obviously stupendous means like amazing yes but it also sounds like stupid yeah. Stupid. And so I was like, also saying it sarcastically. <laughs> exactly. So it's like 50. This is what this film is. Mini review 50% great, 50% stupid, stupid as fuck. Yeah, which is better than most films do. Yeah. So, you In know. fact, the odds are probably <clears throat> a bit more. Well, favorable. Maybe 52, 48. <laughs> <laughs> um, 42 silliness. Oh, like uh, oh that life. was it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, um, socials. It's facebook.com forward slash. <laughs> it's facebook.com forward slash that damn film show. Twitter.com forward slash damn film show. And it's Instagram that damn film show with underscores in between each word. And you can buy our t shirts <laughs> at nowhere. Because we don't have <laughs> that level of listeners yet. No. Hopefully, yet. And we're not sellouts. Yes. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who offers the money. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Terminator 3. I did the intro, and last week I had the joy of doing the intro to The Matrix. You and you've got the oh-so-difficult description of how to synopsisize Terminator 3. It's not that hard. It's not really that difficult. I mean, <laughs> it it is technically complicated, but... It likes to think it's complicated. Yes. Uh, so, essentially, if you have seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which, funnily enough, is uh, a sequel. We've done, we're doing an unnecessary sequel... Which we also reviewed the one before it. Which we did. We did that in our time travel season. Yeah. We've done both the diehards as well. We have done both. Well, we say both the diehards. We've done two of the diehards. Yeah, yeah. We've done two of the Terminator films. Exactly. And there's only one more good one. So yeah, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. So uh, essentially, at the end of Terminator Two Judgment Day, they think they've stopped Judgment Day. Um, although the original cut, it's quite ambiguous. Um, what, Terminator 2? Yeah. What's the original cut? 
well, it's just them driving off thinking they've sort of Judgment Day. But in the yeah. alternate cut, there's actually a shot of uh, Sarah Connor as an old woman, and she's watching John Connor grown up with a child. Yeah. So that's quite a definitive. Is that like an extended director's cut? Oh yeah. wait, there is of Terminator Two, isn't there? Terminator ending, yeah. Uh, um, so if you go shit. by that cut, this is definitely unnecessary. Hmm. It's also unnecessary because, although it technically does work, because Judgment Day is inevitable, which Arnie points out in this film, it is. You merely postponed inevitable. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the same time you could have left it where it was at two. And if yeah. to have two perfect Terminator films, you would, but Terminator 3 happened and... Wait, you haven't synopsisized yet. You're you're t- discussing unnecessariness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> synopsisize, you right, bastard. Right, okay. It's because I was trying to bring people up to speed on the end of Terminator 2. Yeah. Terminator 3, Judgment Day, hasn't been stopped. It's basically been changed. Been delayed. Yeah, it's been it's been set to another date, which I think is two thousand and four this time round. Something like that. Um, the Skynet are yet again sent back another Terminator. This one, it's a TX, which is a female Terminator with all new gadgets and gizmos. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Um, and then she's basically got a hunt down not just John Connor, but his whole team from the future. Yes, all of his generals uh, and stuff. All of his generals and lieutenants. Which is a pretty good storyline, to be it's fair. Actually, yeah, mm. that is definitely a good aspect. Um, and then she basically... I, I won't say any more than that. Mm. Um, but obviously there's going to be a point where she crosses paths with John Connor. Um, so as with the second one, uh, Arnie sent back. He's a different uh, tier 100. <laughs> I think it's a T850. So he's mm. an upgraded and improved. So he's slightly above the one from Terminator 2. Yeah, I think. which explains how he can... He's not completely owned by the TX. Uh, he's a he's a bit stronger. Mm. Um, so that's basically the scenario. Mm. Um, yeah. Nice. And I've kind of said why it's unnecessary. Um, do you want to add anything to why it's unnecessary? Yeah, I mean, as for, for, for how unnecessary sequels go... Although this one is clearly written to make it possible, mm-hmm. at least it's not bad. Like the idea that Judgment Day isn't stoppable and they just delay it is is interesting. Yeah. And on rewatch, I mean, this is actually the first Terminator film I ever saw yeah. because I wasn't old enough. I don't think I was old enough to see T two because I would have only been thirteen when this came out in two thousand three. So, yeah, I don't think I've seen T2, and I definitely haven't seen Terminator 1. Yeah, well, T2 um, is <clears throat> 91, isn't yeah. it? So. And I remember enjoying this film quite a lot in cinema, mm-hmm. especially the ending, because it was quite... I wouldn't say exactly yet, but you, if, if you've seen it, most people have seen it. But I thought the I, I quite like endings like that. So the, the, this film I actually quite enjoy compared to most people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is unnecessary, ultimately, because... Not the same writers or directors. No. Um, I don't even think um, James Cameron was involved at all, if I remember rightly. He didn't even produce it. No, apparently he just, uh, Ardy didn't want to do it. And then James Cameron basically just said, take the money. <laughs> it's a good deal. But then that was the only kind of input he had on it. Yeah. And then I think he regretted it, given that advice. What, Schwarzenegger? Or? Uh, no. Uh, Cameron, Cameron and then Arnie did regret it 
in a way. He enjoyed filming it apparently, but he doesn't like it. Fair enough. I but mean, the, that's it, fair enough, but I don't think he should. It's, no, it's not that bad of a film at all, really. Well, this is opinion. the problem. He said, I, and I have to not agree with Arnie, even though he is the star of the show, but he said that he feels Terminate Genesis is a better Oof. sequel. It it's follows not. better than these two. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, the reason we've done Terminator 3 as an unnecessary sequel is because it's the first of an unnecessary continuation of a franchise that could have ended. And right. it's also for our sanity because we've got to do our next, the next two unnecessary okay. sequels, two two of our most hated films ever. Yeah, so we could have done Genesis, but I didn't want the worst. I didn't want to have to shoot myself. No, we and we just watched <laughs> the new Matrix, which yeah, which also made me want to shoot myself. Well, it's also it's too similar to the Matrix Resurrections because it even had the start of Genesis. They redo oh yeah, the redo film, the first one, don't they? But worse. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean. I ultimately think it's a pretty pretty alright movie, and we'll go into why in a minute. But yeah, it is unnecessary because it was only made to make money. Hmm. That was it. And if you're making a film to purely make money, and it was never planned, then it's an unnecessary sequel. Like, okay, let's take, let's take the three Hobbit films, right? Now, pretty universally hated at this point. They originally planned to do two, right? And then they shoehorned in a three, so... The third one, even though it is technically part of the story, is an unnecessary sequel because it wasn't originally planned and it didn't need to happen. You could have squeezed it into two films. Yeah, I, it, it's it's a tricky one with the Hobbit trilogy because it's almost like parts of those films are unnecessary yeah. as opposed to the whole sum of the parts. It's like, I mean, the third one is basically just one massive battle and that's mm. literally it. And you can't sustain a film when all it is is a big fight. You know. Especially when all the other stuff surrounding it is bollocks. Exactly. <laughs> and especially when the CGI and everything else was terrible oh, as well. Yeah. Anyway, back to Terminator 3. <laughs> so I'm going to sing some of its praises first because it does deserve quite a few. Yeah. First off, stunt work is great. Oh, big That time. truck scene in the middle with like, they have like this big crane oh, arm truck is incredible. Hell. Even today, that looks expensive as fuck. Yeah. Because they destroy buildings cars exploding everywhere it's all real i think there's maybe one or two shots that cgi like they they obviously have to cgi him when he's on the crane and flying through a building but apparently they had yeah i think it's the same guy who designed the terminators but he actually built uh lifelike robots for arnie and I think it's Christina Locken who plays the TX. Oh, right. So that fight at the end where they're beating the shit out of each other, they're robots. What? Yeah, which is crazy. I don't know how that So they works. did, like, animatronic versions? I guess so. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> impressive. In fact, it normally says the budget on here for them. Let's have a look. Budget. Oh, and also with the budget, Arnie put in, like, 1.5. It can't be billion. It must be million. $200 million estimated budget. And opening weekends, so gross worldwide, 433 million. So it doubled its input. Well, which it is, would do. It's pretty it? good. Apparently, Arnie put in like 1.5 million himself so they could film that scene. It's also only an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, it didn't seem too long. Yeah. So, Arnie put a lot. How much money did he put into it? I think like 1.5 million just for that scene. Wow. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it shows that is, well, I'd say that's the best scene in the film. Oh, definitely. And it is impressive. Like, it's obviously kind of homaging the Terminator 2 chase scene, but the Terminator 2 chase scene is very one and one. There's the chaser and the chasee. 
that's about it. Whereas this is a lot more parties involved. There's <laughs> woo party. <laughs> yeah. The the TX is controlling multiple vehicles, which is quite a cool power that they have. I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. Um, and it gets a lot more crowded than the second one, and it it works. I mean, just that the destruct destructive power of that crane is awesome, mm. and you don't really think about what that kind of thing could do until you see a scene like that, and you're like, oh shit. Let's hope someone doesn't steal one of those and go on a rampage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It like you said, it still holds up today. Mm. The, the driving work, the practicality. I think the only CGI bit is when the, the crane at the end uh, like starts ripping up stuff. Oh, yeah, when um, when the weight gets dropped down a drain and it starts yeah, ripping I, through the drain, yeah, that's yeah. CGI. The initial flip of the truck is CGI and then mm. it turns into the real truck. But it's, it's cleverly blended mm. because, to be honest, there are a few moments later on in this film... The, the CGI is not so good. Where the CGI is not good because of the era it was made. Yeah, for the time the CGI was pretty good. But now, but now it stands out mm. because we're just used to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, I, I, I would say, like, <laughs> I still enjoy the film. I really do. It's maybe, maybe it's a guilty pleasure, but I don't feel guilty for liking it either. So I think in terms of the action sequences, that's definitely one of the best. Yeah, and they almost—it's difficult. The, the the start of Terminator Dark Fate had a really good jeep scene, but I maybe, yeah, I don't think that topped that. No, um, but that's probably the closest. And I don't remember anything impressive in Genesis. No, not at all. And Salvation had cool stuff in, but it wasn't really. Yeah, Salvation had cool ideas, and I liked how the technology worked in that. Mm. But ultimately, it just—it's it, kind of a a flat film it's never really got a high no it's never really got massive lows but like with this it has really high in the ending and the chase scene yeah. and then lows in other places which we'll go into <laughs> but yeah ultimately i think salvation is a very flat monotone film because it never really gets good or bad yeah no i, I agree and it, it's i think it's to do with because this is kind of although it's an amazing chase sequence in its own right it is partly homaging the one in two mm. in terms of how long it goes on for and how kind of fluid it is mm. whereas salvation <clears throat> is quite bitty you have like bitty you have <laughs> like um just short bursts of action sequences yeah but they really don't go on for they never long. really go hardcore with it no. in fact looking back on it i think this is better than dark fate i, lo I didn't mind dark fate but the ending was kind of rubbish Dark Fate has, I would say, it has sequences that are better than some sequences in this film. But overall, the story and the ending were weak. Yeah, and I, I would say that like Dark Fate very much is like another film that's trying to continue the franchise again. Yeah. Right? Whereas Terminator 3 ends in a way that you kind of go, right, that's the end of the story. We do know what happens next, but we don't need to see it. Okay, sure, they made Salvation. That was supposed to be a trilogy which is meant to be the continuation of this John Connor, mm -hmm. um, which is fine. But you can take the first three Terminator films and they're very much a complete trilogy. Yeah. Okay, you could have gotten away with just two, but three kind of completely bookends it. Whereas, yeah, Dark Fate just keeps it going like it always does with sequels. Yeah, I mean, it, it's technically, it technically retcons in terms of it cancels out three to five. But the problem with that is that by that point, 
it's it's hard to then take them out. Mm. Uh, and and I think I think maybe if I watch one, two, then Dark Fate, I might see it differently. But mm. because I watched Dark Fate <clears> after <throat> seeing three more entries mm. following the first two, you kind of get fatigued by that point. Yeah. And and again, it's that like for all the good moments in Dark Fate, it is just oh, it's happened again. Like we're doing Judgment Day again. Mm. Because free took it one way and dark fate takes it another way. Yeah. But essentially, what you're still doing is changing the timeline to make Judgment Day happen again. Yeah, and dark dark fate's opening is stupid. The killing off John Connor in like the first five seconds. Yeah. It's like, come on, that yeah. makes no sense. Because if that had happened and the whole reason the machines kept going back to try and kill John Connor was to stop the resistance from happening, then. It gets very messy if John Connor actually dies. It does you know? get messy, and you can technically get away with it because it's the whole Back to the Future thing of it's created a separate parallel timeline. So Dark Fate is following a, now a different. It's forking off, mm. but yeah, like you say, it gets very muddled and confusing. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah. Um, going on to bad points. Um, <laughs> it is very early two thousands. Very. in both how its treatment of women works and Just in terms of everything yeah there's quite a famous scene that i'm sure anyone who's seen this film remembers so the new terminator is played by christina locken is she an actress or is she a model no she, i think she is an actress so she, don't she may have modeled before else. but she, yeah she's i think she's part scandinavian mm-hmm. and she has appeared in other stuff but not a lot she did a lot of prep for this film though yeah, it looks like she probably went through a lot of training for well, it. She learned how to do mime because she only has, she only talks for the first twenty five minutes of the film, and then uh. she just says nothing. So she had to learn how to uh, act through facial expressions and mannerisms. Um, she learned how to run in high heels. So technically, before Bryce Dallas Howard from Jurassic World, <laughs> <laughs> so she she was doing it first. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few other things she did a lot of like physical training so hmm. committed to she it put her, I mean just looking through her filmography now she's not really anything that I've really seen she's been in a lot of TV shows yeah but yeah um, I was supposed to bring but yeah the, the famous scene where in order to stop a cop from arresting her she enlarges her breasts yeah. there and then which but where she looks at a poster, a poster of, a of Victoria's, Victoria's Secret, Secret and she's got bigger boobs than her, so she enlarges hers to make yeah. the cop not arrest her. But she kills him anyway, so it's kind of pointless. Do you, <laughs> do you want to know? Well, that's the whole thing about some of the seductiveness that she uses. Is it she doesn't really need to? Cause no, because sometimes she's, for a Terminator, she's pretty attractive. <laughs> well, not just that, but she's ultimately just going to shoot them in the head anyway. Yeah, that's true. There's so many bits where we're just like, why would you do that? Yeah, because she does it on a few occasions. She kind of uh, pretends mm. to to like lure people, and then on another occasion, she'll just literally walk into a room and shoot someone, which is what the original Terminator did. Mm. It's a difficult one because if done better. The slyness might have been more interesting because she's yeah. not as obvious <clears throat> as Arnie. Because obviously, when Arn, when um, <clears throat> Arnie the T eight hundred in the original film is <clears throat> bad, he literally just walks in and pulls out a shotgun. There's no subtlety to it. Yeah, to be fair, like she's a she's a bit more brutal than the T one thousand from Terminator two because mm. he kind of becomes a cop, goes around asking questions, confirming things, and then goes to just kill. 
basically kills people that get in his way and John Connor or attempts to. Uh, with this, she pretty much just goes, confirms target, shoot dead. Confirms target, shoot dead, keep going. Um, she's kind of relentless in that sense. Yeah. Um, like, also, do you want to know a fun fact about that breast enlargement scene? Go on. So not only is it totally unnecessary, uh-huh. but it, they had loads of issues doing it because she had like a pump thing yeah, with like fans or something and they kept like malfunctioning wouldn't balloons be easier i think it might have been balloons but like it kept going wrong and they kept like popping out the balloons or something (laughs) all that work all that work for something for that like i mean even in okay like the treatment of women in films has obviously improved over the years right but this was only eight oh fuck it's 2022 it was 19 years ago even then, we were a bit better then. Like, you know, did they really... Surely when they wrote that scene and then it started taking ages to make it, they probably just went, you know what, maybe we should just leave this out because it's kind of dumb anyway. And surely someone on the crew said that and someone else went, yeah, yeah, you know, like, this, what's the point in this? Was it the director who went, no, I want enlarging breasts in my movie. <laughs> is that what it was? It's like, this is my vision. You are not taking it away from me. I've got advice from Michael Bay, and he says <laughs> yeah. we should do this. God, like, imagine if Michael Bay did a Terminator movie. Uh, be ridiculous. It would be that, but the whole way through. The whole the way film. through, yeah. At least, to be fair, this is pretty much the only part of the film that is bad in how it treats women. Yeah. The rest of it's pretty fine. She is quite... Well, we're kind of talking about her as the actor here, but she's quite menacing. She's quite threatening. Um, but it does make you question... Did the robots in the future go, hey, fe- female Terminators would be more distracting to John Connor because he's a straight male. So should we send back a naked lady Terminator and that will trick him <laughs> into getting killed? Genius idea. Make make a, a attractive blonde lady and send her to the past. Oh, God. I, I mean, <laughs> that's basically what the storyline is. The really bad thing is that this was made, what, 13, I think roughly 13 or 12 years after Judgment Day. Yeah, Ju- Judgment Day was 1991. This is 12 years later, so yeah. A film which had a very strong female protagonist who wa- yeah. who, wa- who wasn't portrayed like that at all. Yeah, it is weird. So it that... feels like it's going back a step. But James Cameron always has been pretty good at portraying women in... Oh, yeah. Portraying, not betraying, uh, female characters in his films. Even Titanic... Um, What's her name? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet is she's done pretty well apart from maybe the drawing scene, but that's meant to be romantic, so yeah, whatever. Um Oh sure, when when Leonardo DiCaprio wants to draw naked ladies, it's fine. <laughs> um But yeah, like again, apart from that bit, it's not really that bad, although it's obviously nowhere near as good as how Sarah Connor is depicted. No. And it feels like they should have done better. That 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 kind of shows that there was some of the director in there. Oh yeah, being, and one thing you know, one thing Dark Fate did do a lot better was that you had three strong female protagonists. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that um, definitely. Yeah, and and no, not none of that sort. None yeah. of that. None of that stuff. Like Terminator Three is a better story, and I think it's overall a better film. But Dark Fate does have things above it for sure. Yeah, like also some of the performances mm. although some of them aren't great but we, that could be a good segue yeah um well we've already kind of gone over chris chris christana Locken. oh is it christana yeah 
Um, overall, she, she I thought she was good. She plays very much a silent villain for most of it. She's threatening. She's very menacing. Like, even in the fights against Arnold Schwarzenegger, someone like literally twice her size, it still seems like a reasonable fight somehow. So well, she's she's freaky because maybe it's she's so emotionless yeah maybe it's the doing the mime acting but she's she's very she's got the roboticness down um and she's got just the shape of her face is quite alien like anyway yeah um not that she's not attractive but she's got quite a yes uh, yeah it's a very overly perfect face exactly which is quite unsettling yeah um and there's a bit where she's like faced around the wrong way oh yeah that she like twist. wrap, twists her whole body and wraps yeah. her legs around she fights like a spider at point yeah which is really freaky it's quite cool um i never quite understand why though she's a robot underneath and liquid metal that never quite adds up yeah i thought maybe they would explain it i mean i know with terminator there's a lot of um other stories connected to it like books and comics so maybe oh, it's there? explained okay. in that maybe i was i was looking at the trivia and some stuff the reason why it doesn't really follow in terms of the that it not being a pr- kind of official sequel is because it's got different storylines mm. um so so maybe it's explained in a comic i'm not sure maybe i'm have to have a look into them yeah. actually to read them um, I'm just looking at the goose on here, and it points out that her superpower is bullshit because, um, have like hacking a car would not mean you could drive the vehicle because the vehicle is mechanically handled, so it requires physical input. Right. So no matter how you hacked it, it wouldn't be physically possible to do it. Oh, but it is robots from the future, so let's give it credit. And it looks cool. <laughs> and it, it looks, looks cool. cool. It is a cool power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go on to main characters now. So start start with Mister As himself, Mister Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, we're going right in with Arnie. Might as well. I This got the right level of humour without going goofy like Genesis does. Yes. Now, obviously, the Terminator can't be too humorous. Like, Terminator 2 is definitely the best depiction of Terminator. But I do enjoy this version. Like, there's just, so many... I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of that bit where he asks him to smile. Oh, yeah. Just, it's, oh, in the second like, one. starts to break from it. But in this one, he's very... He he is a different character from Terminator 2's mm. Terminator because obviously he's meant to be a different Terminator, so he doesn't have all the same reactions. His English is a lot better. You can tell he's not having to have the screen stuck on the window in front of him like in Terminator 2. And he uses his eyes a lot in this movie. There's a bit That's where... That's true. Very dramatically as well. Uh, where Claire Danes, who plays Kate Brewster, is in the back of the truck... <laughs> And he goes, relax. And she goes, ah! And he goes, relax! <laughs> With his eyes, like, proper wide. Yeah. Like, fucking hell. There's a bit where, like, his one of his glasses gets broken. Mm. And he, like... Oh, she, she, the TX pushes his face into a wall. Yeah. Pulls it back. And it, like... He Cracks pulls one his, lens. He, yeah, he pulls his face out of the glasses. And he's, like, squinty. Like, <laughs> yeah. With one arched eyebrow. Almost like Roger <laughs> Moore style. Um, and I quite like his damage to him in this one how it's like scratches across his face that do stay consistently there throughout the whole film he gets a bit more messed up than in the other films yeah yeah no i I think so at least throughout the film like at the end of the film he always gets fucked up Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i think he does a pretty good performance here he's got a bit more the second one he is obviously a robot so he's not meant to have that much character but he does have a reasonable amount in this one, I think he has more character again. I think it's quite a good performance, really, because he's quite he's quite funny. He's obviously been acting a lot longer by this point. Um, 
And for a man who was 56 or 57 at the time, but you could still fucking get in shape that quickly. It's ridiculous. I mean, well, he still does it now, 20 yeah, years later. He does, but... to be fair. I mean, apparently he was aiming to match the size. When he started working out again, he wanted to get back to what he was size-wise mm. for T2. Mm. So obviously his body would be different, but... You know, it's he wanted to get the same weight, I guess. Yeah, back on him. Yeah, and he, if anything, he looks slightly bigger than Terminator Two. Yeah, maybe, maybe. it's the jacket. The jacket looks slightly padded, but yeah, yeah. yeah apparently he did weigh a lot that jacket. Yeah, it was like it was like crazy heavy to wear. Fair enough. Um, considering it comes off of a, a male stripper, though, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, that seems that, great. That scene, we should probably talk about that scene. Now we we've said this a few times in other episodes that sequels off unnecessary sequels often end up being parodies of the first film, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons they're unnecessary. And this one, the overall storyline isn't a parody of the second <clears> one. <throat> is it is ultimately its own story, but it does have parodying scenes. And the way he gets his clothes in this one is a direct parody of the second one. <laughs> But instead of going into a biker bar, he goes into a into male a strip strip club yeah. where there's Hindus on, and then he takes his clothes from a male stripper, yeah. and he has Elton John style sunglasses instead of cool black shades. <laughs> Apparently, um, all the barmaids in that scene are from a bar that he owns, and they're they're, <laughs> all, right. they're all his staff. <laughs> all the women so like, all of those women have seen arnold schwarzenegger completely naked and work for him unless unless you can't actually see i mean he would have been wearing something I reckon, yeah, yeah. Just, at least at least um it'd just be like a cut out of silver slow's face <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be amazing it feels like something schwarzenegger would actually do or he it. just has a toy tank there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but yeah that scene is funny um yeah it doesn't beat the second one obviously because no. that first I mean, you're never going to beat the first time something like that happens. Mm. And this is technically a very silly <clears throat> sequence. Yeah. It's oh, going... But the, it is enjoyable. The second one was going for threatening. Yeah. This one's going for humor. And it's... It, it does work. They're both... They both work. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's go on to Nick Stahl next, who plays John Connor. Now, I haven't seen Hit him in anything else. And he has moments where he's okay in this film. But ultimately, yeah, he's so flat. He is very like wooden. considering the kid who played John Connor in the second one is quite emotional. Yeah, he wasn't a bad actor. To be fair, he had some moments where he shit as well. But ultimately, he was he was a pretty like emotional actor. Whereas in this, he's just so dead. He's so monotone. It's unreal. The problem with this series is that so many iterations of John Connor and they all are quite different. Yeah, like, like it doesn't match up. Um, Christian Bale's, for example, great performance, but it's nothing like John Connor in any of the other stories. No, he's shouty, 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 shouty man. Um, the John Connor in five again is completely different mm. because it's like it's not even John Connor. It's like a weird. Oh yeah, the guy evil from version um, of John Connor. The guy from the second Planet of the Apes film plays yeah, it, yeah. The guy from Lawless. I can't. He's he's a good actor. Mm, he is, yeah. But he's he's. I didn't rate his role in that because it just wasn't written well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that's de- that without a doubt that is the worst Terminator film. <laughs> like not even a competition with the other. We others. only didn't do that because it. It's need, so obviously bad. <laughs> we needed a break from the really painful film. Yeah, and unnecessary sequels aren't necessarily bad. No, we proved that with Die Hard you know. too. Yeah, and. I'd say so with this as well and a few other things, but yeah, it's uh, it, Nick Stahl. You said he's good out there. He's in Sin City apparently as well. Well, he's he he isn't he isn't uh, 
he is and he isn't. Mm. So in Carnival, the series, he was very good, but he was a lot more emotional. And there are moments in this film where he does freak out a bit and he does actually get a bit hot-tempered. And that's when he is actually quite good. Yeah. But it's like stuff like at the start and the end when he's narrating, he's so monotone. Yeah. Uh, and his, like you say, his character doesn't match up with Edward Furlong's performance. No. Which may have been okay if they'd kind of explained it. Because there's been that gap of years if they kind of explain why his personality had changed. Because mm. people do change. Yeah. And again with Salvation, if there, there was a bit of a, a flashback or something to show... I don't know how you do it, but show how they've developed over yeah. the years. Um, but yeah, he was more moody and introverted than Edward Furlong. Yeah. And Edward Furlong... I mean, he looks the part. He does he look does reasonably look like him. But... Yeah. Well, apparently Edward Furlong was originally slated to come back. Didn't he have a lot of drug problems at the time? Abuse, yeah. um, and a lot of domestic issues, all sorts of stuff. Mm. Um, which was a shame because that would have been really good to have him back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, hit and miss. I mean, the problem is it's a film about John Connor, so I think that's why it, it never the film never gets to be that good. No. Is because it, re- it does rest a lot of it on him. Yeah, for the lead character, he mm. isn't a good enough... I don't know if he's not a good enough actor or not, it's just not a good enough performance. It's kind of like why Revenge of the Sith is not a good film. Because yeah. it's a film about Anakin... But the, he's the worst actor in it. But he's the worst actor in yeah. it. That film could have been saved because it's definitely the best out of those three. Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, maybe it still wouldn't have been, but it would have been a dance yeah. like better. I mean, don't get me wrong, George Lucas, his writing is also very yeah. shit. Yeah, but... <laughs> there are some dodgy lines in the even in the third one. I, I know George Lucas is famous for writing um, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. But it feels like they were luck. <laughs> also, Lawrence Kasdan did a lot of Indiana Jones, and he did, uh, and he did Empire, which was the best one. Go. Like as in screenwriters. Yeah. Obviously, George Lucas came up with the story. And but... really, the story of Star Wars had actually been done hundreds of times before. It just hadn't been done in space. It's June. It is June. It's simple June. Uh, but yeah, simple June. <laughs> it's. I don't think it's necessarily the actor's fault. It feels like he probably didn't have that great a direction. It feel like the writers did a pretty good job, but it feels like there was maybe too many um, styles or what's the word I'm looking for tones that were yeah. trying to be mixed, and it just didn't come across in his performance. I'd have to see him in other things. Know what he's like as an actor. He looked the part, and like action sequences and stuff were good. Um, like the the chase scene, he's pretty reactive in it. Yeah. So yeah, that he has his moments, but overall, he just doesn't bring enough character to it. Hmm. Um. Brings us on to pretty much our only other actor of importance, really. Uh, Claire Danes, or... Claire Danes! Claire Danes! Uh, who plays Kate Brewster, who is... I, I wouldn't say exactly what she is, but kind of a love interest for John Connor, basically. Yeah, I would say she's probably the best performance out of the main cast. I mean, Schwarzenegger is great as well, but in terms of more... Uh, ranged performance she's the she's the best because oh, definitely she can play hysterical being kidnapped and she can also play serious she can play sweet and she can play pr- oh, pretty much yeah, yeah she can do everything she needed to do she was where that she saved the film from being uh, mediocre yeah exactly <laughs> because she is quite a strong female character but mm. in a 
in a, in a less obvious way almost i know it's quite kind of sacrilegious to say but sarah connor is quite conventional in the second yeah. really but i mean for the time she wasn't but now that kind of type of character is yeah whereas this is like she's quite a down-to-earth person she like works at vets and she's engaged and mm. it's all very simple life but when and at first she does seem like a bit of a damsel in distress because she's basically being taken by against her will and all this yeah. sort of stuff but then as the film goes on she toughens up and you find out her dad's a military so there's she's definitely a bit more hardened than you first appear mm. and i think claire danes does a really good job of showing both those sides yeah definitely she's a good good performance and well-rounded character and uh i think um it's good as well that you don't they don't like kiss or anything in the entire film no you assume they do because of the ending and things that are said but yeah they never actually explicitly show anything and that's good because it means that she's not just a female she she's a pretty well-written female character to be mm. fair because she actually gets involved in things she's directly connected to it in lots of ways um like with her father and everything being again we won't say on that yet because it's storyline but um she yeah. also does the amazing line where they're trying to kill the tx and she just goes just die you bitch oh yeah oh yeah and there's another another good line as well which is on here uh where is it where is it uh da, da, da. it's something along the lines of oh what the fuck was it i've got it on here somewhere i should Quotes. remember we anyway oh here should. we go uh terminate Ca- I thought the thing had died then. Um, so Terminator goes, Catherine Brewster, have you sustained injury? And she goes, drop dead, you asshole. And then he goes, I am unable to comply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the other thing I forgot to mention in that stripper sequence where he's walking around, um, he looks at the different people's clothing and he, oh, look, yeah. he looks at like a, wom- a woman's like tank top and it's like inappropriate. <laughs> it, it comes up. I love that he's got that feature on him. <laughs> Uh, um, that's all the actors that's all of the main scenes cinematography music music the main Terminator things in there somewhere the rest of it's fine I quite like the music I can't Um, remember any of it it was I thought it was quite there was some heavy metal in there yeah yeah Yeah. points (laughs) I I just thought it was quite a um, strong score in terms Mm. of it worked well in conjunction with the events yeah it was very it's not bad in any way yeah. it's one of those films where it blends into the film well and that normally means you've got a good soundtrack on your hand also it doesn't overdo it because that you were saying about the oh the chase scene the chase scene. yeah the chase scene i think it does right at the end but it doesn't use music for like 90 percent of that scene mm-hmm. and it works so well because the tension of the vehicle noises and the speed noises and everything that you kind of get from you know when they're revving up and everything and the destruction noises is better than any music could have done i think the purest pure raw sound of the scene was the best they could have picked so they did a great job there i i think i could be wrong but i think maybe t2 did it as well because at the start of that sequence where arnie's chasing them on the they're on the dirt bike yeah he's falling behind on I they yes. have they have Guns and Roses playing, but I think when but they, that's on his bike, isn't it? That's and on then his bike, and it, then when he loses the bike, it. I think it does bring in a bit of music, like a dun dun, dun mm. dun, but it's fairly basic. Yeah, it more just adds slightly to the engine, and it's not to say this scene couldn't have worked with music, but it 
I feel they made the better choice in not having music. It was a good choice. Yeah. Um, the cinematography ranges from like really good to just Meh. average. Yeah. Like, there's, there's some very good shots. Yeah. Um, I think some of the ending has really good shots, but also some messy ones because of overuse of CGI. Yeah. Um, they redo a lot of shots in Terminator 2 as well. Like when they're in the car, it's pretty much all the same scenes as when they're in the car- truck in this one. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah. that shot where he drives away from the strippers club is exactly the same as in two and one apparently yeah they've used that shot and the the, the chase scene again they use very good shots i think oh yeah yeah you can follow the action easily yeah um yeah that's well captured <laughs> apparently so there's a bit where oh what yeah um when there's a bit where connor and what is her name are we allowed to say her name who's um we just talked claire danes claire danes yeah kate brewster Kate Brewster. Why won't we be able to say her name? I thought it might be a spoiler, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. Of course, it's not. Um, they're they're driving. They're getting chased, mm-hmm. and they're in a a van, and then they hit some guy's car, and then he gets out. And oh it's yeah, a very funny scene. He's like very redneck American. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna kick your ass, um, sort of guy, and then basically Connor just drives off. He's like, "What are you doing?" And then a moment later, the crane that um, crushes his TX car completely crushes in his car. That guy is Arnie's stunt double. Is he? <laughs> yeah. How? He's he massive. Not, he was big, but he doesn't look anything like him. I, I, I thought he was pretty big, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, he, he probably a better stunt double than the Terminator Two stunt double on the bike, who looks nothing like him. Mm. <laughs> um, random little thing I'm going to point out on IMDb. The ratings for the Terminator films are dumb. So Terminator 1, 8. Cool. Terminator 2, 8.5. Highest. Oh, ratings. I thought you meant age ratings. No, no, no. The, uh, like, score, users, uh, viewer scores. Oh, don't go by viewer scores. They're all fucking idiots. Well, it's it's like the reviews it has next to the films. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Terminator Salvation, 6.5. Terminator Genisys, 6.3. So is Terminator 3. Which right. is not right. They no. are. N- there is no way Genesis is anywhere near as good as three. And then Dark Fate is six point two. Who rates Dark Fate under Genesis? <laughs> Who you're all idiots. I mean, it's yeah. not a great film by any shout, but it's a lot better than Genesis. And the, the, the some of the performances in Genesis are awful. I mean, they didn't even spell the title right. I wonder if they did that on purpose or if it was genuinely they didn't know how to spell Genesis. <laughs> I know, I know. Because it makes no sense why it's called Genesis. No. The it, film doesn't make sense. It's no. the only one where I generally thought the um, the loop was fucking stupid. Yeah. Because the thing is, three changes the direction of the route. Four is set in the future so it's yeah. not it's not actually tampering it's just showing what happens during the time john connor becomes part of the resistance mm. and terminator 6 although again it's changing the arc it makes sense mm. but 5 is just stupid because it because it does <clears> that <throat> thing where it rehashes the first it revisits it's a the soft reboot basically yeah soft reboot it brings back in the first one so it's it's mu- when you mess with stuff it's already part of its own loop and create another loop. Yeah. That's just... Just gets bizarre and stupid. Gets chaos. Like, John Connor being evil as well was like, what? Oh, I just yeah, felt stupid. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing else for you, Sound Terminator 3. 
we've got no, a couple of spoilers really. we'll talk about in a minute, but say that's it. They've got the psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, back yeah. from Terminator 2 and 1. That was pretty good. I do. And it, yeah. It's only a short bit, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's very funny. And he, to be fair, that's not parody because he's always been quite a comical character. Mm. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I do quite like the locations of this film. Like there's that shootout in the cemetery. Yeah. Like it, it feels like what they did in Terminator 2 when there's they're going to places and then when they get to places, shit goes down and it's usually in quite a kind of interesting looking place. Because mm. um, it's the... And it ends in a different place as to the... Apparently, I'm not sure if all of the... Yeah, I think all the other ones end in a facility... Like, uh, yeah, not in a facility, in like a um industrial place, industrial place, yeah. which yeah, apart from do. this one, so it's quite interesting. And some of the the um, uh, settings and locations they use are quite cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the uh, it's a very unique ending, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. and this isn't really a spoiler because it's right at the start of the film, it's literally not the first sentence. But Sarah Connor is meant to have died by this point. Um, yeah. I like what they did with her coffin. <laughs> I thought that was quite good because it's a bulletproof coffin full of guns <laughs> um, because this is a very minor spoiler, but her ashes are spread by the by the sounds of things, the people that you meet in the second one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought, okay, shouldn't have killed Sarah Connor off, but she wasn't available to do the film. So yeah, I mean, th- this one very much feels like the end of the franchise and not because it was a terrible film it, by some people's standards, but it feels like yes, that's the end of the story. The mm. rest of it's the future stuff. But I, I still retain that I wouldn't cry if this one wasn't. It didn't exist. No, it didn't as, need to happen. As with four, five, six, but as unnecessary sequels go, as unnecessary sequels it go, but it it would have been nice to just have the two yeah but i think that's partly the side of me that is also fed up of how many sequels there are yeah um i mean terminator has a very similar story is not story sorry um very similar arc of films releasing as aliens yeah right so like aliens you had one and two and you could have just ended it there and they bought in three and then they bought in four and then they bought in fucking prometheus and alien covenant and ultimately they just start trying to rehash the series it's exactly what terminator does and it's coincidental that the first one of them is directed by james cameron for aliens and this one's you know yeah and the third one again with i do quite like aspects of three but some aspects like this film don't work mm. and it ultimately didn't need to be made yeah um then it gets worse because yeah. four is just the storyline is just ludicrous of aliens yeah resurrection um and then at the time i didn't think prometheus was that bad but on second watch it's not great i just realized alien and the matrix's forced films both have the same subtitle oh yeah random (laughs) yeah i did not pick up on that Hmm. probably be a fucking shared universe oh god five years good thing warner brothers doesn't own both of them yet (laughs) <laughs> well i know aliens owned by disney they're not giving that up no that's true anyway um i said this pretty much it we should probably get one yeah. more person's opinion yeah get the opinion get some sport get your spoiler jar out who's uh who's it gonna be this week any uh 
No one way to find out. I'm excited. By pulling back this curtain. Hurting people's not a good thing. Well, sometimes it is. Yarg. Oh, hang on. Yarg. I'll fucking stay there. Stay <laughs> curtain. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mr. or Mrs. or Miss. Or, or whatever. They, they might not want to identify. That's true. They could be a toaster. Could be. <laughs> One of our reviews is just... <laughs> <laughs> but then you, oh i've had an idea we will consult oh anyway thank you for listening we're gonna do only a couple of spoilers thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us talk about, yeah, talk about a movie and then we'll see you next week for the oh, God. part well basically both of the, our next episodes are the final episode but one of them's my <laughs> choice and the next one's your choice uh you can probably guess what they are from our logo. Yeah, um, unless uh, we see a new release in the meantime, but I don't think there's I any. I don't yeah. think we will. So, oh. see you next week if you're leaving us. That's gonna be that's gonna be hard for you. It's gonna be bad for me, oh. but it's gonna be. Yeah, at least you don't lot. mind one of them. Well, the more I watch it, the more I do lean towards you. And what's even worse is I'm gonna have to watch the second one just so I can rant about that one as well. <laughs> I'll watch it again because the second one's interesting, but again, on reflection, it's yeah. uh, right. Spoilers but pretty much it. all there is is that Kate, what was her name? Kate something, I keep forgetting. Uh, Kath, Kate Brewster, Kate, Kate Brewster, because she sounds like a rooster. I don't know why. Um, is John Connor's wife in the future? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, Is John Connor <laughs> plot twist? That'd be weird. Um, she just goes, <laughs> and it's Edward Furlong. There's bits in this film where John Connor keeps going, wait a minute, we we hooked up just before, the day before I met him. And now again, 12 years later, and I went, is he trying to like make this sound like fate that these two are meant to get together just so we can get laid? <laughs> it felt like that for a lot of the film. It kind of makes sense towards the end where he realizes, oh, if the Terminator never came and found him on that day, he would have hooked up with her, which would have created the future where he gets married to her and then sends the Terminators back in time. So I kind of, it kind of made sense later on. Mm. But again, uh, the guy playing John Connor, Nick Stahl, was it? Yeah. Nick Stahl? Yeah, his performance just doesn't sell it. It just sounds like he's being creepy. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, and then the other spoiler is just the ending. Uh, Judgment Day actually happens. Yeah. They... Uh, go to I forgot her fucking name again. Kate Kate Brewster. The Kate Brewster's father is big military man who's leading the new version of Skynet, which um is a AI system that goes around the world and can help maintain different things. But as soon as they turn it on, they it has a it has a virus which the, fucky. Yeah, which the T T X has uploaded at the start of the film. Mm-hmm. Um and then that causes the rise of the machines and the uprising and everything like that. Uh, then John Connor and Kate Brewster are meant to go to a bunker that has the shutdown point for Skynet that their, her father sends them to at just before he dies. Um, but he's actually sent them to a VIP residential bunker where they then hunker down for the next X hunker amount of years. Hunker in the bunker hunker in the bunker the vrp one is where you get um you get that bit of rope don't you in the champagne <laughs> that's just the bunker there's no like steel walls or anything um uh, you but just yeah get hit last exactly <laughs> uh 
But yeah, I saw it was a good ending because like it does very much go, yeah, it literally just nukes firing off everyone saw on the planet. Um, and then it kind of gives that very bleak ending of like, you know, now, now what do they do? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they all stay down there for X amount of years until it's safe to come back up. And then they have to fight the machines, which starts the future storyline. So I quite like that it is that loop that happens. So yeah. I thought it was good. Um, and when I saw it back in 2003, I was like, oh, damn, it's Judgment Day. So, you know, <laughs> if anything, this one should be called Terminator Judgment Day because it actually happens. Whereas the second one, pfft, Miss Selling. Yeah, but you do see it in surreal flash forward yeah. sequences. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get your point. Um, yeah. One thing I did forget to mention was the fight scene between the T850 and the TX near the end fucking brutal oh yeah when they're in skynet and they're just throwing each other through the walls like walls and everything i think that's where they use the robot although there is the bit where they like he she like grabs his crotch and then runs him through the bathrooms that was kind of dumb and (laughs) inappropriate yeah but it was his facial expression was quite funny (laughs) but it was like why is this why would the terminator have testicles yeah (laughs) and why put it in anyway even if he did have testicles that's a point come to think of it it's just a gun (laughs) (laughs) or just a little tank (laughs) um or sylvester Stallone's face that is that is an interesting thing so the machines build the terminators to have testicles because (laughs) in the second and the third they all keep staring at his crotch they do but maybe it's because it's because it's nothing there maybe he's like an action man (laughs) (laughs) or alan rickman Uh, from um Oh, dogma. It's just completely flat. <laughs> oh, dear um, God. But that's pretty much any spoilers, really. Let me get on to <laughs> Terminator testicles. Oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to say? Balls. Balls. <laughs> Terminator balls. That's, that's, that, that's the seventh film. That will be the seventh film. Uh, uh. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. You stop we'll end by. this on Terminator balls. Uh, is that what he's called Rise of the Machines what's our sign off going to be you are dominated relax <laughs> don't do it <laughs> okay wait we got one more each go I'm back <laughs> actually no, you're technically leaving uh, uh, you Ah, terminated. <laughs> <laughs>